Five on five in five. It is December the 14th. Welcome to the podcast. Fletcher, Kelly, Stephen here with you once again with the headlines and another nice and chilly frosty start. Everybody scraping their cars this morning. I didn't have to. You didn't have to. It's good. Yeah, I'm. I'm less a scraper unless it snows, and more just to. I'll sit there until it warms up. You, oh yeah, no, I never <laughs> scrape. I never scrape. I'm just like, all right, I'll hang as long as I need to, but also I will. I've got. I've got my podcast to listen to. I'm yeah. in no. You know, five on it's, five and five. Of course, and it's you know four thirty in the morning, so I'm not necessarily in a rush to get anywhere, okay. but. I thought you were going to say I was. You drive and you would get visibility at some point along no. the way. Well, Kelly, that's me. Kelly mentioned that the other day, <laughs> and that was me in like high school. But that was also in Atlanta, Georgia, where it's not nearly no. as bad. Where you can Listen, kind of get away with it. Some of us just haven't grown up yet. That's, okay? that's true. We'll get there. Or some of us are experts in it. <laughs> some of y'all are. I'll experts go with in that. It. Yeah, I've been doing it for years. We're fine. Yes, frosty start today and tomorrow. That's going to be. You know, a pretty consistent thing. It is mid-December, but we warm up for the weekend. So let's talk about today. High of 48, sunshine again. Goes such a long way. So happy when we see the sun. Um, tonight, clear and cold. Frost likely again. Low of 26 tomorrow morning. Um, if it's anything like this morning, we had some areas that felt like it was the teens. So um, according to my husband, anything like 25 and below is just, it all feels the same in his world. So I think a lot of people can confirm kind of agree. Yeah. <laughs> you Southerners and yeah. your weird concept of cold, um, tomorrow high of 54. Great forecast as we get into the weekend, at least for the first half of the weekend, Sunday does bring in some rain. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. So I'm, I feel the same way when it, when Randy's like, yeah, it's going to be a scorcher today. 85 when it's in June, April and June. I'm like, yeah, that's nothing. <laughs> No, no, that's no. cold. <laughs> All I care about is the humidity at that point. I hot is hot. Fine. Humidity, humidity. I want it all. Where we change that. Give me all the heat. Give me the humidity. I, do, I don't care. I don't like to be cold. You won't, you won't hear me complain in the summer. You know this. I don't complain in the summer. See, and I do. I'll say, like, woo, it's hot outside, but that's not me complaining. I can't that's say like, the words that's that stating, I would that's like stating to say, a fact. I do a lot of a certain thing <laughs> when I get too hot. <laughs> All right, let's you get to the headlines. You can only take so many clothes off. You can always put more clothes on. One of my friend's fathers said that to us growing up, and it has stuck <laughs> with you ever since. All right, man. Well, Didn't realize we had so go. many weather takes. Well, we've spent the first, what, five minutes of this podcast right. all over. Yeah, thanks for joining us. <laughs> no. All right, let's get to our headlines, five on five and five. Fletcher, our first story. Yes, our first story. We're going to start with some national news that broke late yesterday. The U.S. House of Representatives has passed an impeachment inquiry resolution into President Joe Biden. Yeah, this is one of those things that we all saw coming from a long time ago when Republicans first started investigating the president's son, Hunter Biden. So this vote was along party lines uh, in the House, all Republicans voting unanimously for it. So basically what this does is just allows Republicans to uh, take the White House to court, get more documents. They want to find out more into Hunter Biden, that's the president's son, his business dealings abroad with certain people. Did the president know about it uh, while he in his capacity as president or in his role as vice president? Did his family profit in any way off of this? Likely will be an impeachment vote at some point, which the Republicans do have the votes to have. And then, as we've seen during the Trump presidency with his impeachment, then it'll go over to the Senate for a trial and then a vote. But right now, all this does is really give the House GOP more power to seek documents and continue on in their investigation. The president basically calls this a baseless political stunt as we move forward into a 2024 presidential election season as well. So a lot of politics involved here. We'll see what comes up of it as we move forward. Yep. And as you were saying, no surprise here, basically fulfill, further fulfilling a campaign promise many House Republicans were making uh, for the during the midterm elections uh, last year. 
moving on to our second story, uh, bringing the news more local now, something that both Stephen and Kelly are dealing with in their households, uh, trying to keep the family healthy, safe as holiday gatherings start to ramp up, as do RSV, flu, and COVID cases this year. Stress. Stress. <laughs> Had to get my singing in for the day. Um, yes. So last year at Christmas, our whole crew had everything. We were disgusting. Uh, we waited as long as we could to see family as, you know, you try to keep those things within the family as much as possible. We didn't want to extend it to our siblings and our siblings' kids. Um, yes, this is the season, and this is kind of the time of the year where you really do have to a little bit strategically place your flu shots, your RSV shots, especially depending on who's eligible for it for that, um, and different things like that. So we got our flu shots this week, last week, this week. I don't even know what day of the week it is. Um, but that gives us our two-week time frame until the holidays. So things should be fully kicked in at that point. RSV is a big concern for a lot of parents, a lot of families. It can get very serious very quickly. It's a very scary thing as well. Um, my older son had it. My youngest son is considered high risk. So we have been looking for what he can do. Um, it's depending on age very much so. So 60 and older, you can get the RSV vaccine. Pregnant women between 32 and 36 weeks, you can get the vaccine. My kid is eight. How old is he? He's eight nine months ish. Yeah, yeah uh, something like that. Um, <laughs> he's nine months old, so he is not eligible for that vaccine, but he is eligible for a certain medication. It's a monoclonal antibody that can be taken, and it can go into. It starts being effective immediately. The problem is it's in short supply, so we have been looking for it. Our pediatrician doesn't have it. Uh, the children's doctors that we see didn't have it, but because he's considered high risk, we are certainly looking around for it. So I know a lot of parents in the same boat. There are offices that do have it in our area. You just have to be diligent and make those phone calls. As always, washing your hands, you know, keeping the tissues handy, hand sanitizer, all of those things, wearing a mask if you are sick, all go a long way in keeping everyone healthy. Yes. Practices we are all, unfortunately, very used to by now, but could come in handy. You think so. Yeah, you at least in theory are. um, Could go a long way in keeping uh, you and your family safe and healthy this holiday season. Our third story this morning. It was a busy day in Columbus yesterday on the final day of session for the year. Yeah, final day of session. The first, the Ohio Senate passed a bill regarding transgender care. We're talking about House Bill 68, which bans minors from getting gender-affirming care. Also, this included the Save Women's Sports Act, which stops minors born male from taking part in women's sports, uh, both on the high school and the college level. Now, the bill passed the House. It does have to go back to the Senate for some tweaks and changes and another vote before it will go to the governor's desk, which he says he will look at it before he actually signs it. Um, And then also the marijuana vote. We've been waiting on it. We thought that the House might act on the Senate bill that passed last week. Nothing happened there. So we'll see what happens in January when both sides come back. But that pretty much means while legal recreational weed is okay in Ohio, there's still nowhere to purchase it at this time. So that is that. We'll see in January. Of course, still uh, keeping an eye on local uh, local areas, local legislation. Um, but in terms of state level, nothing will happen until the calendar flips over to 2024. Our fourth story this morning, more upgrades could be coming to Pecor Stadium. This is an interesting one, and it will be a very big talker heading forward. For so many reasons. For so many reasons. <laughs> so um, if you don't know, the lease for Paycor with the Bengals is up in 2026. That's a big conversation because Hamilton County has a very interesting contract with the stadium, with the Bengals, on how taxpayer money is used to 
fund it or was to fund it and then now to make upgrades to it. So Hamilton County Commissioners are expected to approve a $39 million allocation for stadium upgrades. The upgrades would include expanding walkways, new seats in the club suites. So and this is where the conversation gets interesting because a lot of people go, how does that benefit me? I don't sit in the club seats, but I'm helping to pay for the club seats. Um, you know, the team right now has been doing well. This was a very interesting conversation even 10 years ago when I worked here um, and the Bengals were not doing so well. Uh, county taxpayers not happy about how they were helping to fund the team and their home, I guess, is a better way to describe that. So Commissioner Lee Cherie says there is a need for the new deal that has Cincinnati taxpayers, Hamilton County taxpayers, footing less of the bill with these upgrades. Taxpayers will pay 96% of all fix-up costs. Commissioner Reese cited other cities who pay between 33 and 40%. So, Big, big difference there. Big difference, big conversation. And are you going to make upgrades? I know we're going over. Are you going to make upgrades to a stadium that needs – a whole host of things, even come 2026. Yes, and the Bengals have the leverage here. The Bengals have the leverage here, especially right now. I was the first year of Joe Burrow, and when everything was just going like, you know, crazy, I said to my husband, this is going to make 2026 very interesting. (laughs) And it just because you knew it was going to happen. So uh, we're inching closer to that. So the conversation has to happen now before 2026 comes. Anyway, it takes a long time to build a stadium. So, you know, if things what they need to do, but that's just me. That's kind of what I'm hitting at. If things go (laughs) south in negotiations, 2026 comes. I'm going to go dig up my old reporter notebooks that I have somewhere. And I got to find specifically (laughs) the notebook that talks about this from 10 years ago because I need to see the details and then quotes that people said. Although, you know, playing football, uh, American football for a couple years in TQL Stadium might be a fun experience if it comes to that. But that's a conversation for two, two, three, two years from now. Uh, speaking of the Bengals, rounding out uh, our Thursday with our final story. Uh, waiting all day for Saturday night. The Bengals back in action. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Can't say it enough. Same time, 1 p.m., but on Saturday, not Sunday. Uh, and it'll be a showdown between a couple of former college teammates. The Vikings coming to town. Uh, they boast star wide receiver Justin Jefferson, who was teammates at LSU. Great football name. Sorry. With, it is a good football name. Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, yeah. JJ in the fantasy community. Uh, of course, LSU teammates with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Uh, both Jefferson and Chase, a bit of injury questions. Both saying yesterday that they are 100% going to play. Yeah, they're uh, not going to miss playing against yeah, the team. Jefferson missed real. two months with a, with a hamstring injury, got knocked in the chest after oh, he got popped. Got <laughs> led into a couple defenders in his return game uh, last week. Jamar Chase apparently has an ankle injury, but won't keep him off the field. Um, now, the, that is a fun thing to watch. Another fun thing to watch is the AFC playoff race. The Bengals have the opportunity, if everything breaks their way, to finish, not even the weekend, finish Saturday in the sixth spot in the AFC in the AFC playoff race. Um, every game on Saturday, it's a triple header on NFL Network. Every game has implications for the Bengals. Um, and to round or to take a look at what those implications are and what all the scenarios are for Saturday and this weekend's games, you can uh, check out our Week 15 rooting guide over on our website, WLWT.com. Yes. And remember, if you have tickets for the game, it's on Saturday. And wear black. Don't share up. Yes, a fan-initiated blackout. And drink a lot. <laughs> and oh, per, per Coach Taylor. Per Coach Taylor. Yes, he said drink that about us. You, get, Twitter's you get having, an extra day to recover. So. Bengals Twitter is having a lot of please, fun with that. Please have a designated driver. Please. Home. Please. Enjoy the game. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow.